Hello, Healthish fam, and happy Monday. Today is the first time that we have had a repeat guest on our daily format, but I think you'll agree that Lindy Cohen, aka the nude nutritionist, is someone worth checking back in with. I Skyped her from her home in Sydney's Northern Beaches last week to ask her about a topic that I know is very close to her heart and something that might be playing on the minds of many Australians at the moment as well. And that is the guilt that we often attach to food and how it's actually doing more harm than good. Lindy, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. So I know that you're really passionate about this idea of guilt and food. So I'm going to be playing devil's advocate initially. Forgive me. (laughs) But I wanted to say, surely we need to attach some level of judgment to what we put into our mouths, if only so that we don't consistently make bad choices or to overeat to a point where it's unhealthy. What would you say to that? I think we have this idea that if I if I lay into myself and I give myself a bit of a guilt trip about what I'm eating, it's going to make me eat less. But what's really interesting to note is think about the last time you went on holiday and you were eating out all the time. You were drinking probably too much and then you got home from holiday and all you wanted to do was eat home-cooked meals, healthy, fresh food, and just lay off the alcohol for a while. When we truly give ourselves permission to eat whatever we want, what we actually find is that we don't end up just gorging ourselves on all the unhealthy foods. Your body feels good when you eat healthy food. And so all guilt does is it perpetuates this idea that there are good foods and there are bad foods, which means that you end up craving the bad foods even more. So no, I don't think any degree of food guilt is ever helpful. And I know that's a really hard idea to understand because it feels counterintuitive. We think the harder I am on myself, the less I'll eat, the Mm. better I'll be. Mm. But think about it. You've been using food guilt as a strategy for how many years now? And this is where we are. We're still struggling with your weight or food and, and cravings. And what if you just tried a different strategy of letting yourself have permission to eat the foods and see what happened? Mm. And in terms of that guilt factor, because a lot of people do struggle with that and it's you know an ongoing kind of weight that they carry, in the mental weight that is, not physical weight. Um, what are the flow-on effects or how does that affect our mental health? Like how does guilt play out into other spheres of our lives when we, when we attack? it to something so so essential as eating. It's incredibly powerful. I mean, if you've ever gone on a diet, I mean, who hasn't? It can take over our entire lives. And so we lie in bed at night and we feel guilty for the food that we eat. Um, it might mean that you actually get good quality sleep, which means you wake up in the morning and you're tired, but you're now determined because you gave yourself the guilt trip. You now want to eat extra well today. But all that ends up happening is you get stuck in the cycle of undereating during the day, overeating because you finally feel deprived and you get home from work and then it's just, you know, a free for all. And I think this sets us up for a really negative cycle. But guilt also makes us feel like we're not good enough. It makes us feel like everyone else has better willpower than us, which is just nonsense. I think I think guilt is not actually a helpful mechanism. And as long as we keep thinking that guilt is this strategy to help us be healthy. We stay stuck in the same old pattern, which is deeply unhealthy. 
And to be honest, it doesn't actually help us progress. Mm. Okay, so how do we break free of this cycle of guilt? Like what are some easy steps that, you know, someone listening could try to integrate, you know, today or tomorrow to try and unshackle themselves? Step numero uno, we want to become aware when we're when we're laying into ourselves and giving ourselves a guilt trip. So often we do it, we don't even realize. But things like, I shouldn't have eaten that. Um, I'm going to have to be extra good tomorrow. When you notice these words bubbling up in your brain, I want you to imagine that your brain is like a radio. And I want you to try and change the channel. So what you might notice is these sneaky, guilty thoughts come into your brain. And as soon as you can notice them without judgment, and then see if you can decide to change the channel. Now, once we are actually aware of the guilt, we can, we can definitely do things to, to help us stop feeling as guilty. Um, one thing I find very useful, you can write down a whole list of the food rules you currently have in your life on your phone, on a pen and paper, who cares? You might go, um, I shouldn't have Um, Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I shouldn't have carbohydrates after a certain time of day. Mm. Um, Carbohydrates are fattening. Sugar is bad for me. As many food rules as you possibly can until we identify all the things that might make you feel guilty. It's going to be hard for us to know what are the triggers that are causing you to get stuck in this negative guilt food guilt cycle. Mm, I think, yeah, awareness is so often the first step. It sounds so basic, but being aware of your thought patterns, let alone behaviours, can kind of like, that's where it all starts, right? Yeah, and I think if you wrote down a list of your food rules, you might be surprised um, how long that list is. (laughs) (laughs) And then what do we do with that list? Do we literally throw it out the window? Is that the idea? Do you have a burning ceremony and kind of (laughs) like... (laughs) <laughs> express it into the into the universe or i mean i love how theatrical that could be, could um, be. <laughs> but let's let's start simple so let's uh, highlight circle the top three that you think are probably the most influential in your mind um perhaps it's that i shouldn't eat too much after a certain time or if i'm hungry i need to eat less so that i can lose weight whatever it is and then we start to tackle this idea and you might think of of certain I don't want to use the word mantra. That's not my that's not my vibe personally. But like a counter statement to what you go. Oh, I shouldn't be eating this. Well, actually, I'm hungry. This is exactly what my body needs, and it's okay for me to eat food when my body is hungry. Mm. So we counter statements to help that food rule tell it to go get lost, and so it stops having power over us. And in that way, what you're going to find more consistency with healthy eating, less binging, less um, restriction as a result of that binging, and a lot more stability with your weight. Um, And I think these are really, really valuable things. The, the, The trick to health is consistency. And I think as long as we stay stuck with food guilt, we're going to keep binging, we're going to keep restricting, we're going to keep hating on our body, and we're going to keep struggling with our weight. So let's say no more. Okay, I love that. Thank you so much. That's such a clear action plan. Uh, thank you for joining us. And you know what? We might have to do this again. It'll be a third time. Yes, let's. Let's do it. <laughs> Hearing Lindy's approach to food and diet, in inverted commas, always feels like a breath of fresh air to me, so I hope that you got some fuel from our chat to finally quit the guilt cycle. Please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe. It means so much to us. Or you can swing by the Healthy-ish Australia Facebook group and drop a question into the feed. I promise I will do my best to get an actual expert, not myself, to answer it for you. Until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish.
I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.